Welcome to the Love in the Fight Marriage Podcast. We are pumped about this episode, but we're also really glad to have you guys with us. My name is Travis, and I am here with my co-host, Don Rosinger. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We just want to go ahead and jump right in today's episode. And honestly, it's just going to start with a little bit of a story. You know, Travis and I love to travel. We talk about that, how much we love to travel. Well, a few years ago, we were in Copenhagen, Denmark, and we wanted to just go and explore the city. Well, we were on the sidewalk and it was our first day there, I believe, right? Yeah, and we were having an incredible time. I mean, we had uh, really had a chance to use public transportation, so we got a good glimpse of the city up to this point. That's one thing we like to do. We like to just not drive. We want to take public transportation when we're out of the country. But we were walking on a sidewalk and it kind of was a busy time of day. And all of a sudden we heard someone kind of scream. Yes. And in the midst of this crowd of tourists. Yes. And we were about to go through this crosswalk and suddenly a gentleman ran, took off running. And the lady that was in near us said, hey, he just stole my wallet. Like he pickpocketed. And I know sometimes when you travel outside of the country, as a tourist, you're kind of a target for pickpocketers. They're like, oh, they're from a different country. They're guards probably down. Let's, let's you know, take their wallet yeah, or their I phone. I mean, we're looking around. We're tourists. We're distracted. We're trying to take a look at everything around us. And so we are easy prey. And it really doesn't matter right. what country you go to. I'm sure that happens everywhere around the world. It's funny, though, because it was our first day. So I remember the rest of the time, we're like, okay, we got to be careful. We got to make sure that our eyes that we're, you know, making sure we're knowing our, where we are, our surroundings, and being aware of everyone around us. And I think that somebody in the crowd took off running after they the did, thief yes. to try to get the wallet of the lady who had lost it, who had gotten stolen from her. You know what? We felt bad for that lady because of of a particular reason. I got my purse stolen one time and I was so angry. I went to the gym after church and someone broke my car window and they stole my purse. Like they were a thief and they stole it. And I was Oh, they made our life just rough for a couple months. And within minutes, they were over at a big box store buying tons of big screen TVs and probably computers, laptops, whatever. They uh, ended up stealing a ton of money out of our bank account with your driver's license. And you know, not that long ago, my daughter was also traveling and she got her brand new iPhone like someone stole it. I don't know if they pickpocketed it out of her backpack. I think they did. They unzipped it. Um, but they took her phone and she called us on her husband's phone and she was so frustrated. She was crying, upset. Ah. She was in Spain, I think, yeah. at the time. They were on a bus going through the city and somebody grabbed her phone. You know what? If you've ever gotten anything stolen from you, for anyone's come into your house or your car, man, there's these feelings that come out that are just horrible. First, you just feel violated. Like, why were they touching my stuff? That was mine. How did, you know, they had no right or you feel a massive sense of loss. Like you feel like, again, you're violated, but then they took something from you and you're vul- you feel more vulnerable. You also feel angry. I know, man, when the those gals stole my purse, I was angry. I was so mad at them. I mean, they took something from me, but then they also just made our life hard. Yeah. And they tried to dress up like you. They, they wore did. wigs, wore your clothes kind of, and went through uh, the drive through at the bank and withdrew tons of our money. And we didn't get it back right away. No, it took uh-uh. a while. You know what? And I know another feeling is you just feel ripped off. Like, whoa, I just feel ripped off. Why did they pick me? Why was, was I the one that they picked? 
on, you know, to steal something from. So there's this huge range of emotions that you go through when you feel like someone has stolen something from you. We share those different stories with you today about the different times when we've been robbed or, you know, a thief has come and taken something. Because today, the focus of our podcast is on something we call the marriage thief, something we feel like we've been seeing a lot lately and something we need to be aware of. Yeah, I think it's important to talk about the marriage thief. And the marriage thief doesn't just come and take physical objects or possessions, things that we value and would never want to lose. I mean, they're coming, the marriage thief is coming to steal, kill, and destroy to really just ruin lives completely, top to bottom, destroy them. I think it's important to identify who a thief is. And honestly, if someone steals from you, they're probably not your friend. Definitely (laughs) They're not going to be my friend. Not your friend. In fact, they might be considered an enemy. And something that we often forget is that there is a thief that is an enemy of our souls. Yeah, he's not only a thief, but he's real and he's dangerous. The Bible gives these descriptions of the devil. That's the thief that we're talking about. That's the marriage thief that we're trying to point out and raise awareness of. And John 10.10, Jesus identifies the thief and gives a very clear description of him. Jesus says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come, Jesus says, that they may have life and have it to the full. So Jesus points out the thief's resume that he steals, he kills, and he destroys. That's somebody who's dangerous. And we're not talking about a figment of our imagination or of Jesus's imagination. The devil is real and he wants to destroy people. But we also see a great description of him in 1 Peter chapter 5, 8 through 9. It says, be alert. Be of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, it says, standing firm in the faith. Your enemy, the Bible talks about, as it gives the description of this thief, this marriage thief that we've labeled him, it says he prowls around like a roaring lion. What does a lion do? It it gets down low. It probably hunts at night and it's looking for its prey. It wants to devour someone. And that's what the Bible is saying that the devil, uh, the marriage thief, that's what we're calling him because he's a thief. He's a liar. That's what he's trying to do. And our job, is to resist him, to stand firm in our faith. So I think the point that we want to get across is that evil wants to destroy people, but it definitely as well, probably the icing on the cake is it wants to destroy marriages. Satan is a roaring lion who wants to intimidate and devour. He wants to seal, kill, and destroy. So let's talk about a thief and a lion. Should we do that, yeah, Don? Yep, I think it's important to talk about the differences. Yeah, so what does a thief do? They come in the middle of the night when you're sleeping or gone, and they sneak into your house, and they take your most valuable possessions. And Don, I got to be honest with you. I pity the thief that ever breaks yeah. into our house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why yeah, is that? You guys, what you don't know is Travis is kind of a jumpy sleeper. I mean, that's, I don't know. I, I want to say light. understatement. He's, he's jumpy. He kind of is always on guard. If someone breaks into our house, man, he's going to get them. (laughs) Like if he hears a noise now, he jumps out of bed and he is like 
on guard, ready to go. Like no one I've ever seen before. I just fly out of bed. Yes, you it's do. It's just like an instinct that God built into me or something. The problem is, is though, sometimes it's just like something falls and you jump out and you think someone's, you know, right. here. And I'm like, no, something just fell. But it'd be crazy or... if somebody did break in because I don't think I would stop. No, I think I would yeah. jump out of bed and go tackle you them. Are, I would go after them. You are them. prepared in your sleep to attack whoever's going to come into our house. I definitely am. So that's what a thief looks like. But what is a lion do? What do they look like? Well, again, they hunt looking for their prey to eat. And we think of the word devour when it talks about the devil, uh, not just chewing you up, but swallowing you. So, and that's literally, I didn't know this, but I looked this up. Lions, when they come across a little cub, uh, another lion that they did not father, and they can sense that it's a cub that they didn't father. You know what they do? They kill that little lion cub. And not only do they kill it and shred it apart with their teeth, but they eat it. They devour it. It's disgusting. <laughs> wow. yeah. And that really is the, the picture that the Bible paints for the devil in First Peter. And it reminds us that he doesn't want to just shred us apart. He doesn't just want to destroy our lives and our marriages. He wants to swallow us up and completely uh, annihilate us and make us disappear. Obviously, you guys know that the whole purpose of this episode is to not talk about a lion eating someone else's cub, but there is a reason that we really feel like we were supposed to talk about this, you know, this episode. And that was this, the focus of this episode is to raise awareness about the marriage thief's job title and job description. The devil is the marriage thief. And he I really is. And I feel like the reason it seems so in our face right now, like let's talk about this is because recently we have found out or have seen or have you know, it's come to our attention that there's quite a few marriages around us that are crumbling, that yeah. are falling apart. People Not who, the majority. No, not the majority, but people who we thought were very solid in their faith and in their marriage, all of a sudden they're not together anymore. And it's it's it hurts like, our hearts. Like it makes us sad. Big time. Like instantly overnight, all of a sudden they were together, their marriages appear to be strong from the outside, and now they're gone. And now they're uh, you know, separate individuals living individual lives. I know recently just on Facebook, I the, the other day, I, there was like three different couples that we quickly were able to recognize and realize they're not together anymore. They're living separate lives and Either they've already gotten divorced or they're on their way to divorce. But man, the enemy came in and destroyed and tried to devour their marriage. And unfortunately, in a few of these marriages, the enemy seems like he's winning and it's driving us crazy. We want to make sure that we're all aware that there is a thief. There's a marriage thief trying to come in and kill and destroy our marriages. Yeah, and one of them was a pastor and their spouse was a leader in a large Christian organization. And it's just so shocking that here they're this wonderful, loving couple with kids and now their family's no more. Now yeah. their marriage is gone. These aren't just people we know from a distance. These are people we know really, really well. Yeah. In fact, one of them, a different one, was a pastor in a large church. And suddenly we, again, we flipped on social media and bam, they're gone. They're, they're separate. And we are not doing this episode to highlight their flaws or to talk about whether divorce is a sin or right or wrong. What we're doing is wanting to highlight that the thief, the marriage thief is stealing. Yeah, yep. He's coming along and he's taking what doesn't belong to him. I know. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. It makes me angry. I'm mad at the thief on behalf of these wonderful, kind, loving, amazing people. It's just not fair to them. There was one couple I know that shocked us a lot. And actually it was a couple who was helping 
people with their marriages and their struggles. And unfortunately, in the end, the enemy got their, got into their marriage and the thief came in and they're no longer together. And honestly, it just breaks our heart when we hear these stories or see these stories. A lot of these are our friends or people that we had contact with quite a bit. But to see that their marriage is no longer there, man, it just makes me want to fight harder against the enemy. Yeah, and it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. We just love these people and care for them and don't want anybody else that's married right now in the future to have that same problem. I know, you guys, we don't share these stories to judge these people in any way. But we share these stories to remind ourselves and those of you who are listening that we could be them. The devil, the marriage thief who roars like a, around like a lion is prowling around and he wants to take out and destroy your marriage and our marriage. We have to make sure that we're on high alert, that we're not sleeping, that we're ready to fight. Yeah, and just as easily as what happened to them could happen to us, we can't be like those tourists, like we were in Copenhagen. And all of a sudden, we're just a bunch of tourists. We're in a crowd together, and we're all so captivated by the beauty or whatever's happening around us that we are distracted, and suddenly the thief comes in, and he steals what isn't his, and he takes it, and we've lost that. So let's define this. What are marriage lions? What is waiting and crouching to try to pounce on us? Well, there's things like flirting. Honestly, when you're looking at someone and they come into the room and your voice changes or all of a sudden, you know, your eyes change or you fix your hair really quick and there's you, extra you're joy. flirting, yeah. like that is a lion. Also affairs, that's obviously a massive line because you've already crossed the line, but affairs, that's another line there. Yeah, and I would say that it's a line, especially when the affair, like there's the invitation to get to that point, to get into the car with the person, to go to their house or go to a a hotel room, meet somewhere. Like that's that moment that the lion is, is prowling, is crawling on its stomach, ready to jump and pounce on you, destroy you and your marriage and your spouse. Another line is their potential addictions, things that are making us so we truly can't fully focus on our marriage. We're consumed with other things or, you know what, a line of just neglecting your marriage and your spouse. They're not the priority anymore. Something else is and you're neglecting them. Work is a good thing. It helps you provide for your family. But if you become a workaholic, that is a potential lion and also just selfishness when you're just more concerned about meeting your own needs than anyone else and you're so focused on yourself that is a lion that's just crouching there's just that is just waiting to devour you so let's just take a moment and think about a real thief what does it take to protect yourself from a real thief who would literally try to break into your home or maybe your apartment or maybe it's your flat in london or whatever they're trying to break in well there are some basic things that we all I'll do the first would be to lock your door. Yes, you, you gotta, you you gotta make sure you have a door. Right? No, have a door, shut it, and make sure it's locked, deadbolted locked. Yeah, <laughs> and then you probably get a security system. I know we have a security system of sorts on our house, so we can see who's here, it alerts us. And so it's a, a way of like being extra aware of what's around our home, really to catch a thief before they even try to break into your home. And to push that out even further, another kind of wall of protection, a literal wall, if you will, would be like a huge fence around your house or around your your uh, apartment or whatever it is, the place that you live. And so a fence where they can't just 
get through to your front door. Yeah, that creates another barrier that they'd have to get through in order to get through your door to get to whatever they're looking for in your home. It does. And then, of course, you could even go so far as starting a community or neighborhood watch program where everybody, all the neighbors kind of, you know, team up together and agree to report anything that looks suspicious. You know, it's really easy to come up with things that protect ourselves, to fight off thieves, you know, physical thieves that try to come into our homes. But what does that look like for our marriages? What are some things that we can do as married couples to protect our marriages from the marriage thief, from the enemy who's trying to get in? Yeah, that's a great question, Don. I would say as an individual, stay strong spiritually. That is so huge. Just making sure you're nurturing your own soul and reading your Bible and talking to God and having really uh, great people around you, but also uh, being able to stay strong as a couple spiritually. That's super important. Praying together, reading the Bible together, going to church together. James chapter four, verse seven in the Bible, it says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Isn't that wild, Don, how it's literally a spiritual battle. This is a fight against the devil. We have an enemy. He's the marriage thief. He's the, the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And so we need to be strong spiritually, just like it says, submit yourselves then to God. That's how you stay strong spiritually. I also like how it goes on in that verse and it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. We need to choose to resist the devil and all the things that he throws at us. Protecting yourself from the marriage thief also means spending lots of one-on-one time together, investing in one another, growing that relationship, that deep relationship that you have with your spouse, which kind of leads to the next one, and that is to have a strong and healthy level of sexual intimacy. In 1 Corinthians 7, 5, it says this, do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So making sure that you have a strong and healthy level of sexual intimacy is important to help fight off the marriage thief. Yeah, this is kind of crazy because who thinks about you know, sex and Satan or sex and, and between a husband and wife and Satan. But here's what it's saying. Look, don't like go too long without being sexually intimate because Satan, the marriage thief, the roaring lion is going to come in and try to devour your marriage. Mm. He's going to try to tempt you and being tempted isn't a bad thing. Jesus was tempted uh, by the devil, the, the the marriage thief, you know, the, the actual thief, the roaring lion in the wilderness. Mm. And he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. So we've got to be aware of that. Yeah. So as we think of ways that we can protect our marriages against the marriage thieves, Another important thing is to hang around with other couples who have incredible marriages and who are honestly in love with one another. Why? Because it's just encouraging your own marriage when you're hanging out with other couples like that. And also it's other couples that you can just pray with and talk to about marriage things. It's also really important to avoid habits and lifestyles that are risky spiritually. If you are drinking on a consistent basis where you are having more than one and it's affecting, you know, your view and the way that you're seeing things, that would be considered a risky lifestyle behavior, spirituality that maybe is not the best thing for you. Yeah. And that's just one example. I mean, it certainly could be, you know, making sure that you have some level of accountability in the area of the temptation of porn. And the last one, but just 
just as important is to avoid alone time with anyone of the opposite sex or someone that you are attracted to. I've seen this happen. We've seen this happen before where it was just these little bits of time and eventually there was an emotional affair that started from that eventually turned to a physical affair. Man, these are lions. Don't be around anyone of the opposite sex. Yeah, they are definitely lions for sure. You see, we got to remind ourselves, and that's why we're doing this episode, that we have an enemy. His name is the devil. He is a roaring lion and he is a thief. He is the marriage thief. And we don't want to forget what it says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. This is from the Bible. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That is the thief. That is the devil. And that's who we are fighting. I think it's really important that we stand up and we fight against the thieves, the marriage thieves that are trying to come into our marriages. I don't want to log into Facebook and see that another marriage has been destroyed, that the thief came in and destroyed a marriage. Why? Because I love these people. I love them and I care about them and I want to do everything within our power and our might to make sure that we're fighting against the enemy. Yeah, and again, that's the whole point of this episode. We want to warn you guys about the marriage thief. He's prowling around and he just wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take things that aren't his. We just want to take a moment right now to stop and pray for you. If you feel like your marriage is under attack and there's a lion that's prowling around trying to destroy your marriage, we want to pray with you and fight with you for your marriage. Yeah, let's do that right now. Let's pray. God, we just want to lift up, Donna and I both, we lift up all the couples that are listening to this podcast right now. And God, we pray for divine protection. God, that you would send your angels. God, that you would uh, put your hand of protection around them and that you would drive evil away from them. God, that they would be able to, as a couple, submit themselves to you, like it says in James, that they could resist the devil and he would flee from their marriage. God, we pray that you would destroy the marriage thief and that you would drive them away from every marriage, every couple that is listening right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.